Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute. Don't forget, before we get started, these are trying times. And trying times sometimes calls for cool things to do in your own backyard, like right here in Mississippi. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out a whole lot more. Okay, when I get to have one of my dearest, closest, best friends in the world on the show, and it's been almost three years since we last chatted on In a Mississippi Minute. We chat actually all the time, but not in front of all you fantastic listeners. Bottom line, it's always a thrill and a blessing. Today's guest is remarkably talented. Besides being one of the wittiest guys on the planet, he is also one of the most prolific and engaging entertainers I've ever known and ever seen. From his college baseball days to his breakout role as Danny on the King of Queens, Mall Cop 2, Mall Cop 1. Let's go backwards forwards. Here comes the boom. The hit series Fargo, which further showcased the depths of his skills. His live shows are just insanely entertaining. And his faith, well, that baby can move anything. He's been sitting at home like me. And not getting to get out and entertain folks like you and sweat on the stage and perform. And it's been difficult for us. But it gives us the time, certainly, to not take it for granted and have the time for my man to be on in a Mississippi Minute. So we're going to take advantage of that. He co-hosts my Delta Soul charity golf and, uh, event every year. I don't do it without him. He's like, uh, what do you call it, Visa or whatever it is. Don't leave home without him. I don't do my charity event without him. He's my dearest pal, like I said, in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Welcome the great Gary Valentine. GV. What's up, Steve, my brother? You know, You're d- too kind. You're way too kind. That's the best intro I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I want to read what I write, but I want to I quit reading it and just sort of say it from the heart. The bottom line is I'm in every word, and you're just so special to me. And, and uh, our roads together, uh, the, from meeting back at the Monday after the Masters, you walking on the bus, we've been inseparable. Yep. Inseparable. Yep. I mean, look. You know what? What I might mean to you, you mean to me, and like that's what we—that's that's the the brother's love that we have. You know, it's, yeah. Um, you're as close to me as as any family member, and you know that. And and, uh, and I know Gwenny and Jackie get along uh, fantastically, and they're just like sisters. So your whole family is is our family, and that's how it's been. The second, and, and I felt that way the second we met, and I know you yeah. did too. So that's it's kind of kind of crazy, and our careers have taken the same path in a way you know they they really have we've <laughs> we've had to stay on on the ball but i think creatively it's been good for us um we've had we've we've been journeymen in a way and had to work hard but i think the end result 
it, it's it it it's bigger and it's it matters more to us um, because we've had to work so hard. I think we dig deeper, don't you think? Absolutely. You know, anyone that's been on the road and had to perform live, they they do it because they love it. I mean. There's nothing I love more than performing live. You know that, and I know that about you. So uh, even even when I'm doing my my stand up, uh, it, it's the, it's my the favorite thing for me to do is to be on stage doing stand up live. It's the easiest thing I do, believe it or not. It's easier to me than acting. It's uh, a lot easier to me than singing. <laughs> even when you have me up on stage, you know, singing some songs. Even when I'm singing with Darius and the boys, Hootie and the Blowfish, or uh, the Rascal Flats guys, and, you know, or Josh Kelly, or any of our, Edwin McCain, any of our buddies that allow me to share the stage with you guys, it's always an honor and a privilege, and just so much fun, and, uh, you know, um, I, I just love it, I love it, I love the live thing, and as you said, we've been sitting at home now, I did one show in 10 months at an outdoor amphitheater, uh, in September, and it was, the people came out, it was like a beach uh, atmosphere, they brought coolers, they they brought their beach chairs, they hung out, they social distanced a right. bit, and we just had a blast. I mean, people are dying for live entertainment, dying. I mean, just as much as we're dying to give it to them, they're dying to see it. I know, I know, and it's. I think it's going to take a minute for folks to feel comfortable getting out, but I do think that I've seen it once, too, in an outdoor show where it looked like picnic style. Like, there were 2,500 people out there, but it was separated in groups of 10 that all came together, so they all knew right. that, I guess, they were good, and um, and I really didn't know what to expect, but, man, it felt good. You know, you, you don't get that crazy rush of, of the crowd being so packed together and and the thrill of that, you know, because uh, they're, they're so joined at the hip, everybody, people that know each other, people that don't know each other. There's this incredible, powerful connection that we get when we're looking at it right from the stage. But, but it still was, man, it was needed, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I just, like I said, just the, the, the one show kind of got me through another you know, a couple months here, <laughs> yeah, <I know laughs> and uh, we'll be doing we'll be doing more. We're start, we're starting to line up some more outdoor shows. I mean that that's the way of the world right now. We have to do this uh, the outdoor thing, you know. But unfortunately, it gets a little cooler here. I'm in the Northeast, and uh, you know, going to have to travel a little bit to um, do the outdoor thing coming this winter. Yeah, well, guess what? It's 84 degrees today. It, where well, when I'll tell you what, show, what is going on? Uh, 70 <laughs> degrees and sunny in New York, perfect for golf. Mm, I'm on the yeah. way. I'm on the way. Uh, oh, by on, by the go. way, I got some flights that apparently I have to take before uh, in the middle of January. So Gwen and I, uh, if we don't take them, we lose them. So we're probably coming to see you. Just FYI, you and yep. JB. Oh, absolutely. Get you the guest room uh, ready. <laughs> you're always welcome. You're always welcome. Yeah. So, um, so and, and look, this is Masters Week, baby. Are you kidding me? How great I'm, is that? I'm so pumped. By the time yep. we're, we air this, it won't be Masters Week. So we're talking about who won, but... Um, I'm excited. So let's do a little prediction real quick. So that way, yeah. you, uh, give me a little foresight. I mean, who do you think? Uh, wow. DJ's playing great. Um, he's just, you know, such a phenomenal athlete. Um, you know, I know Bryson's playing unbelievable. He just won the U.S. Open here at Wingfoot here in New York uh, a month and a half ago. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I also like guys like Xander Shopley, you know, guys that just have that, um, that the way, I don't know, they, they have the short game. They're not as long as the other guys, but they can get it done. They can chip and putt like nobody else. And I like those little guys, you know, I'm me being a little guy. I like those little guys. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, uh, JT, first of all, J- Justin Thomas has been playing spectacular. Uh, also, you, I, think, well, you think of Rory, but yeah, the, I'm sorry, no, rough, but he, he's my favorite golfer right now. I was, yeah. just, just going to mention him. Yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, I still think Bryson's going to fly it over everything, and he can putt. You know what I mean? So, it, so when people are listening to the show, they're going to go, "Well, you guys were all wrong, or one of you were sort of right." We'll find out. There you go. We're, we're making a little projection. Hey, so exactly. And Bryson, Bryson thinks this is uh, sets up to be like a par sixty-seven to him, yeah, because he can fly it so long. Every par five, he gets, he's got there, you know, gets there in two, no problem. And uh, you know, if he chips and putts, it's uh, he's say he's looking at it at sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah, every day. Hey, explain to our listeners where Gary, Gary Valentine, the name comes from, and where Kevin James comes from. Also, obviously, your your real name, birth name is Niffing, but. Uh, you know where do they come from? Well, James, I think was just a, a buddy of his. Uh, not, I think I know was a uh, martial arts buddy of his when Kevin used to take that when we were a lot younger. And then uh, Valentine was actually my dad's middle name, Joseph Valentine Nipping. So I figured uh, I had the name Nipping in school, and every teacher, you know, would call me. It's spelled K N I P F I N G. So. They would say Knip Frig, you know Kipling. Every every bad um, way to say the name you can you possibly think of, they said it. So I figured, you know, if I want to get into this, I gotta get a name that people remember. And then Valentine was just so easy to me. So I figured, why not? You know, it's a great name. It's a great name. Yeah. And when you say I love my Valentines, I mean it's like there's a double, you know, there's a double bladed little sword there it's uh i love my balance yeah exactly i mean i just i love it i love uh you know it's easy and uh the funny story though first time i ever got my name on a sign outside uh a little comedy club uh talk about how they screwed up my real name so i changed to valentine so i'm gary <laughs> valentine gary with one r they put two r's on the sign so they screwed up my first name <laughs> they got valentine right Gary, 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 Gary. Speaking of Gary Valentine, we're going to take a break right now. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. As always, I'm with my beautiful brother, Gary Valentine. Great actor, great comedian, just entertainer all the way around, singer. You know, it's like watching a modern-day Dean Martin or uh, I'm trying to – it's a little bit heavier than that and more depth, I think. But with that said, sort of a Rat Pack kind of guy. Uh, in my mind, go to visit Mississippi.org to find out all the cool rat packs we had in Mississippi, like Elvis Presley and B.B. King, and the list goes on and on. And our Hall of Fame, uh, about to be inducted in the Country Music Hall of Fame, the great Marty Stewart. There's so much to offer here in our homeland uh, down here. Go to visit Mississippi.org. I'm Steve Azar. You're in a Mississippi now. Check, check, one. Where's all my bio? In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. As we're rolling down a Mississippi highway, go to visit Mississippi.org, folks. I'll keep reminding you till I'm blue in the face. I'm actually blue right now. 
Go to visitmississippi.org to find out all the cool things you can do. Short drive away. You may be able to walk to it. So many great museums. Uh, so much history and culture that we offer here that a lot of times you, we take for granted because it's on our home turf. You can keep Mississippi beautiful studio. I'm with the great Gary Valentine. Uh, by the way, Will, my producer, uh, and his wife, his bride, they love you. Do you understand what I'm saying, GV? GV, big, yeah. big, big fans. So I think you need to, it wouldn't be a bad idea to send a shout out right now so he'll edit this thing right. Hey, Will, what's up? <laughs> uh, thanks for uh, enjoying whatever I do. Back at you, baby. I love it. I love it. All right, so, GV, I want to talk about something that's been heavy on your heart, if you don't mind. Um, uh, you recently lost your mom, Miss Janet, one of the most incredible women that I've ever met in my life. I, b- being around her, I saw the where your talent and Kevin's talent came from. There was just something that she exuded that was just so magical and wonderful and we're going to miss her so i thought we could spend some time talking about her impact on your life and her influence on you not just being her child but just how you wound up with all this talent well it's uh thank you steven you know i i always love talking about my mother and my dad too i mean they were both very supportive parents going into this whole thing and actually um yeah, unfortunately, my mom was not enjoying life. She was getting a little ill, and uh, uh, she passed a few weeks ago. But uh, with uh, God in our, our prayers, and uh, I know she's in a better spot. So uh, um, that's what gets me through, you know. And uh, the ironic thing is she started this whole thing. She She's the one that signed me up for an open mic night uh, 33 years ago. When I was living at home, I came home from, uh, I was working with my dad and his insurance agency. He wanted me to take over the whole business. I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. So my mom says, well, you're, I got you signed up Wednesday night at the comedy club. Do five minutes of your act. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, I don't have an act. She goes, oh, just do what you do. Just just go up there and do what you do. So Come on. I <laughs> I had written a few things like ideas in college and stuff, and I had things on my mind that I, I thought were funny. So I went up there, I wrote a five-minute act, did it, loved it, got hooked, and uh, that's it, man. I, I, I've been doing it ever since, and she's the one that started this whole thing. Nobody in my family was an entertainer, you know? Uh, nobody um, had was even close to entertaining. No, no singers, dancers, you know. Uh, my dad was artistic. He was a, a great artist as a drawer, um, cartoonist, but he never did it professionally. He just did it as a hobby. And um, I guess I was the first one because of my mom, my blessed mom. She had seen something in me. And uh, as a kid, you know, I was always doing uh, goofy things and uh, imitating my grandmother with my grandmother's wig on when I was like three or four years old. And she just thought, I had it, whatever it was. So you, know? you were in the baseball field with your wig? Is that what you're telling? Would you ever take it? You know, do you ever take the wig outside? <laughs> I got rid of the wig when I started playing ball. I got rid of, rid of the wig. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, baseball, was that's, of course, that's what I wanted to do. I mean, you know, played all through college. Uh, was lucky enough to, to uh, have a great coach. Made me a great hitter. I was all conference. I got a couple looks. But when you're 5'7", 155 and 
you can't you got to be flawless and I wasn't flawless unfortunately I didn't have a great arm I know you had a great arm well no I, I was a catcher growing up and I, I used to remember throwing people out at third base and first base but you know as I got there was a period in my time my life where I wouldn't work I, sh- I needed to work out so I was a bigger kid you know tailback yeah. all that stuff yeah. and and through about eighth 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 ninth grade but then from ninth to twelfth I really got small compared to everybody I wasn't working out and I I'll never forget, you know, I got the song Rosedale now, but I'll never forget playing in Rosedale my ninth grade year, and I square up on this guy, and I'm shrinking by the minute, right? And this guy, I'm thinking I'm just going to be able to, to, you know, just to make the tackle on him. He's coming in open field. He runs over me, and I think I recall him coming back and stepping on me four times before going and racing into the end zone, it was that brutal. And I remember going like, well, this isn't fun anymore. You know, and then when I went to college, I started to work out. And then I then I got to the point where I was really strong and fast. If I could have been that big, it would have been a different story. But you lose sort of your, you know, as you grow up at some point, if you're not going to work on this, the talent that you've been given and, and make yourself as good as you can, which I wasn't doing because it didn't matter to me. What mattered to me right. was making music and writing songs at that point. I wanted to be right. uh, win win championships and all that, but I wasn't doing what I needed to do to do that. So, looking back, well, I you, made my choice. Yeah, exactly. And you were an amazing tennis player, and still are. But I tell you what, look, we're we belong doing what we're doing. We I I I'm, I left that boat a long time ago. I probably played ball until I was thirty one in a wow. semi pro league here on Long Island. It's crazy, but I was. You know, I was waking up sore as a 31-year-old, and you know, I wasn't. I wasn't a professional athlete. Put it that way. I mean, I had some skills, but um, these guys are special, special athletes that do it professionally, and we belong to what we're doing. We feel it in our hearts. We know it in our soul. You know, uh, performing is what what we're what we're all about, and making music and. And writing scripts and yeah. all that jazz, yeah. Yeah, and I want to talk about a lot of what you're doing. The bottom line, tennis-wise, since our buddy, you know, you know Ken very well, uh, mm-hmm. used to caddy for me at the Bob Hope with you. Ken moved back home, yeah. and uh, president president of Guarantee Bank, and and we started to play tennis again. We were partners, and let me tell you what I think we're two, we're maybe three and like forty. Like three wins, and we've been close a lot. But I mean, I mean, we're having and listen, we're having the best time of our lives together. So we never accepted. We hated losing back in the day, you know, and we did at times. But um, it, the bottom line is, uh, it's we come home and I look at uh, Adrian and Gwen, and they go, they see me get sad, <laughs> and I said, make me a cocktail, somebody. They said you lost again, and Adrian, of course, blames it on not being in shape and playing people that are better. <laughs> so, yeah, just, hey, listen, this. He's an incredible man, Gaines Dyer. He's an attorney here, a wonderful guy. Um, grew up with uh, his nephews and, and nieces and all that. In fact, my first date of my life, Jane Anna, was, was uh, his niece. He's 77 now, and we can't beat him. He's so good. We go to his court. He's one of the most wonderful men uh, I've ever met, and we have such a great time with him, but but we lose. Isn't that unbelievable? He's unreal. seven-year-old guy. He's unreal. He's so smart. That, you know, and uh, That's the same that's the same thing as, uh, you know, a 13-year-old uh, girl from, uh, you know, wherever can can kick your ass in golf. Exactly. My, you know? Exactly. Well, yeah, no, I mean. It's insane. Uh, yeah. I'm just not going to even you show know, up. I'm not going to show up on the tee box if that's the case. I'm not going there. I played. I played. <laughs> when we played in the, uh, the BMW event down in Greenville, I played. My, my caddy one year uh, was a 14-year-old girl. 
I had her hit a couple drives. She she was hitting it 300, Steve. She was hitting it right. 40, 50 yards past me yeah. every time. It's crazy. Well, I was talking Greenville, yeah. South Carolina, the other Greenville. The other Greenville. The other Greenville, right. GB, tell me about some of the – well, just touch on it. we got to go into a break uh, on some of the things that you've been working on, dreaming about, conjuring up, uh, and we'll get to a full-blown version of it when we get right back. Well, uh, since we have been sitting at home, right before the pandemic uh, last year, I had written a couple of scripts with a, a writing partner, buddy of mine, and we were all set to go out and pitch them in L.A. in January, and then all uh, hell hit the fan. And um, so now we're sitting here with the scripts ready to go, and <clears throat> the ideas, uh, one of the ideas is really great. I mean, it's very prevalent now with what's going on in the, in the world. So, um, you know, they're both comedies, so uh, we could talk a little bit about those. All right, let's dig into it. Uh coming in the after this break we are the birthplace of american music so uh, i'm trying to think here uh, would you like to hear you get your choice as always let me think about it faith hill or bobby gentry yes you know you can't say yes to that or did you say yes to faith or would you like to hear bobby gentry yeah i think i have to i have to, I have to listen to faith because i had a, like a little crush on her well i had a big crush on her before <laughs> i met my beautiful wife um but yeah it's uh yeah let's do a little faith She's a cool girl. She used to call me Mississippi. I love that. We're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful yep. Studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out so many wonderful things you get to do here. You can come to the Delta Soul and watch Gary Valentine do his thing. We'll be right back. I'm Steve Azar. Bank would like to pitch in and help with the holiday meal. Hey folks, I'm Steve Azar, and my friends at Guarantee Bank will be giving away a free turkey in each of their 17 markets. To enter, go to Guarantee Bank's Facebook page or to gbtonline.com forward slash turkey dash giveaway forward slash. All you got to do is enter your name, your email address, and your Guarantee Bank branch location to be considered for the drawing. Winners will be drawn and announced on Friday, November 20th at noon on the Guarantee Bank Facebook page. Winners can stop by their registered branch to pick up their prize. Prizes will be available afternoon Monday, November 23rd or anytime on Tuesday, November 24th. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC and equal housing owner. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go. I'm Steve Azar. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. As always, so important to me to keep our territory, this hallowed ground, looking as pristine as possible. Speaking of pristine and cultural and rock star, historical our state's got it. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out a whole lot of great things like the Country Music Trail, which I'm on now, and so blessed and humbled to be on, as well as our Blues Trail. You can uh, check out all the markers, and you can go, you know, you can go hang out, take pictures, eat a nice meal. In my case, at Jim's Cafe, it's right there. So many memories. I'm with the great Gary Valentine. Gary, uh, let's talk now. 
further can can you talk about maybe talk about some of uh some of the projects you're working on before the pandemic in detail are we allowed i don't know uh i'm not sure how much i can discuss the actual uh pitch is before we actually pitch it <laughs> you know my listeners they don't uh, tell you know they they they're great with the grapevine they don't talk they keep it they keep it to themselves I know. they're amazing well, <laughs> one story is about a guy who just who's lost it all um had it all and lost it all and we've all been there we've all maybe bit bit off more than we can chew or um uh something has happened uh dramatically in our lives like the pandemic where someone loses a job or whatever and um that's you know kind of one of the ideas it's about a guy who's down and out but obviously it's, it's a funny spin on it you know it's taking the uh the drama out of it more so and um uh, finding the, the funny of it all, you know, because you got to laugh at life. You just got to laugh at life. I mean, just look at this last year. This is crazy. We had a two month baseball season. That's crazy. I mean, look at the golfers playing football, baseball playing without. I know. You know, audience. There's no, yeah. no crowd. Crazy. You know, Adrian. You know, Adrian's so excited. GV, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I want to tell you because he said basketball. Just yeah. you know, he's an NBA guy. You know that, and, yeah, and he yeah. thinks LeBron is his. I think he thinks is his a family member for sure. He, you know, he was raised on LeBron like we were raised on Jordan, right? So yeah, yeah. he uh, he said, "Dad, basketball starts December 22nd." I said, "It just ended." He goes, "In this wonderful." <laughs> so he's he's so happy. <laughs> he's so happy, man. It's just. Uh, but you're right. It's strange, man, to have the the masters in november and then you're going to have it in april and and it, yeah it's just just really hopefully yeah hopefully in april though it will be back to grandstands and crowds and everything else you know god willing will be uh it'll be back to normal but to see it now they don't even have ropes up i'm watching live at the masters i got it on the background they they don't even have ropes up they have uh painted lines where family members and friends of the players can like kind of walk and hang out uh but there's uh, there's no ropes, there's no grandstands. Yeah. It's just crazy. And the same thing happened here, U.S. Open, Wingfoot, um, this great course here in Westchester, New York. That uh, you know, it, it just they look funny when the stands are down. You know, you and I've played these courses yeah. that they've held these uh, big events at, like for myself, Best Page here on Long Island, where they had you know the U.S. Open and the PGA, and you know you see with the grandstands, it looks like a, a different place. And then you go play it without any grandstand, and it looks like a different place, you know? Yeah, you know, it's um, funny. I remember you, as for some reason, I just had this great memory of the ball sitting basically on the bank. And the, I think we were on 18, but there was water between us and the crowd, right? And you're on the bank, and you're putting you backwards because, you know, you were – and you almost made it, like, yeah. from 25 feet. We were you, on we a, through your legs. We were on the uh, – I think it was <laughs> – Fifteen or sixteenth hole, a little par three, water canal on the left. Okay. Uh, mountain ridge on the right, and my ball landed right against the rock and the grass. That's right. Right before it almost went into the into the water, and my only stance was to, to hit it backwards. You and you almost and, made uh, it. Yeah, I almost made it. <laughs> <laughs> Standing on the rock. We were laughing, right? We were laughing. I almost fell in too. No, I know. Well, I'm surprised you didn't jump in because I've seen you. And you know what the interesting thing is? When I was uh, the seventh choice and you could only have six people in your wedding, that's why I'm number seven forever. And I love it because I, that's a memory. I mean, you, if you're number two or three, nobody remembers. But if you're number seven and you're not included 
but you could if you were six you would have been included i can hold that over you for the rest of my life i'm so excited number seven anyway and you, and you do and you do hold and it I, over me and you, i do and you should yeah I, it kills me it kills me all the time you bring it up because i i had you know how it is you have friends that you've known longer but you might not want there and then my sister had a boyfriend she didn't even laugh with him he was number five and yeah, i had five. Number seven. the guy that's it, not even around number five Oh my gosh! I had it. It was just—it was insane. I, you know, come on. <laughs> you know where you are in my heart. Yeah, I know. Every time I see the number, I, it's like it just—it's a—it's just looks so different to me now. You know, it has such a <laughs> such a profound meaning. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, don't don't look don't look at the seven like it's an upside down L as like a loser. Yeah. Just, just look at the seven as in seven. You know. Seven. Seven. All right. Mickey Mantle. Mickey, Mickey Mantle. Mantle. That's right. I like that. That's a good seven. All right. So, Gary, during this reset, we're talking to great Gary Valentine, folks. you got to go to uh, – Gary, what about your website? Sending people to your YouTube channel, website. Where do you send them? Yeah, Gary underscore oh, – Instagram, Gary underscore Valentine, uh, or, or my official Facebook, uh, Gary Valentine. My Twitter is Gary uh, Valentine as well, so – but you're, uh, you got, you'll find me. Yeah. All right. So listen. Here's my problem right now. I'm having a serious dilemma with Twitter. I went and did a show in South Dakota. I am too. On you are August seventh. I go I do am, a show. I'm too, I was. I haven't been posting for a while. I had a little uh, kind of little dispute with them. Oh. Uh, not outwardly, but inwardly. You know, all my disputes are inwardly. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm. I just don't like conflict. But anyway. I don't, I don't know. I did a couple things, and it was just you know. Oh, you got locked out because you said something. I didn't. Yeah, well, that's just, it wasn't mean-spirited. It was just a joke. I'm a comedian, you know? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm a, little, I'm a little over social media. Well, let me tell you my situation so folks will go. I mean, there's no need to follow me on Twitter right now because since August 7th, it said, oh, because we weren't on the road for months, right? You know, talking about right. since March, middle of March. Uh, we, uh, right. And so it said, oh, we detect fraud because you're not in your home area, you know, or whatever it said, right? So I went to log in, and now they're saying that my email doesn't exist, and, and I'm going, like, it's me. So, and they say every time you report it, they put it in the bottom of the pile. You know, it's like the show movie Casino. Every time you change your, when De Niro would change his name or his job position, they'd, they'd put it in the bottom of the pile. You know, I know folks that have been working 30 years in Vegas that hadn't got a license. You remember that in the casino? Uh, but but yeah. the bottom line is, so I'm just, I wake up and sometimes middle of the night and go, this isn't right. And then I'm going like, well, it's freed me up a little bit. And speaking of being freed up right now until I get it worked out or never get it worked out, um, the reset that we're sort of in, I call this the great reset. You've had to pivot a little bit. Your faith and JV's faith, your family, your mom's faith, Kevin's James, your brother's faith, your sister Leslie's faith, is to me as comparable to my mom and dad and my father-in-law and mother-in-law. That's how strong it is to me. Um, and I yeah, wish and I had what? it. I, I, I mean, I hope I do, but I don't. I, sometimes I feel like I got a lot. I'm a work in progress. But for yeah, but we all we're we're all a work in progress. What are you kidding me? We're we're all sinners. We all know that. We try. We try. We try. And- uh, by the way, I owe your mom, Virgie, and uh, your dad, Joe, a phone call. They left me a, such a beautiful message about my mom, and it was uh, brought me to tears. But um, I still owe them a phone call. But anyway, they're, they're, they are gorgeous people, unbelievably so nice. They treat me like their son. Well, you are. And, and Jackie like their daughter. And, uh, you know, they're just wonderful people. And they have such, speaking of faith, they have such a spirit. And you have this, too. 
Gwenny, your whole family does. You, when you're around people that you know are faithful and are God fearing and, and and believe in 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 our Lord, it just you feel it and you feel it right away. You can see it in their face. It's like it's like um, a priest. I was I have a few priest friends as you do, and we you can see it. There's never any uh, disdain in their face or their heart. You know, maybe from time to time we're all humans. They do. But for the most part, they're pretty even keeled, you know, and that's that's hard to do, and that's uh, right, right. I, I get I get pissed off like anybody else, and you know that's the part that I'm I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to work out being more controlled. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, well, it's it's sometimes difficult, but at the same, it's what makes you competitive, though. So some of that's a good, you know, a good trait I to have. So. I just think you sort of got to figure out when to when to turn it on and when to turn it off. Hey, we have wives that pretty much know how to shut us off when we start to be a little bit like uh you know a little bit overconfident or over this and they'll look at you and go i take it down a notch (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i can't get there man i said come on come on do you realize what we've done in our lives and and she goes just take it down a notch and then she when starts singing glory days and i'm going like that ain't right you can't do that. First of all, you can't sing. Second of all, you can't do glory. You can't do Bruce Springsteen to me. Not fair. Anyway, we're t- talking. Like, <laughs> Gwenny can sing better, better than Beth Rucker. Beth, Darius's uh, wife, she, she always wanted to do a duet with me when we always did karaoke. I said, Beth, uh, I hate to tell you this, but you, you don't have an ounce of talent. I, get, I can't let you on stage with me, but I love you to death. You're one of my top, top three, four people in the world but I, you just can't sing baby oh man and all right we're gonna take a break on that because i'm about to get uh uh stabbed with a plastic butter knife if we don't move on you're in the keep mississippi beautiful studio i'm with my dear dear friend gary valentine one of the most talented people on the planet also one of the biggest hearted guys i've ever met and what a soul uh, just excited to have him in the keep mississippi beautiful studio go to visit mississippi.org you can probably find something about gary valentine because he's been on our sacred hallowed land many 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 times we will be right back Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Flying down that levee road, trying to see how fast you go. I got my baby along for the ride. It's forever far as I Wrapping up a in a Mississippi Minute. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out all the cool, cool things you can do that are right here, right here. I'm with my pal, Gary Valentine, in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Uh, Gary, uh, we talk about this reset, right? I, I didn't get to get the answer out because I probably ran my mouth before you answered it. But just thinking about, um, are there any significant changes that you feel like that you've been able to make because of the pandemic, the silver lining, maybe something that you wouldn't have done that you really are grateful that you did because of this mess. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, it does make sense. And, uh, no, not one thing. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. on my uh, uh, you know what it is? 
I think a lot of people share the same uh, feeling. It's really about family and friends, and you really you you consider your uh, well. First of all, you know I have worked on my faith. Uh, that's first and foremost. But you know, with my wife Jackie, I've, I've tried to be a better husband because we spent more time together. You know, and there's a lot of downtime and you know a lot of staring at each other. And even though I think she's funnier than I am, she always keeps me on my toes, which is great. Um, so it's good. She goes right back at me, and and we have great conversations, and you know, share a glass of wine and and have fun. But man, I tell you, I just you really you really can't think how much time spent with family and friends means, mm-hmm. uh, especially when something like this goes on, because you don't know what what's ahead, you know. And Jackie and I unfortunately don't have any children. Our children are four-legged Labrador Retrievers. Yeah. Dusty and, uh, and Evie. We love them. Dusty and Evie. And, um, you know, they're they our babies. Unfortunately, they they are like people to us. But, uh, you know, just t- time spent at home and to really think things out. Like, I want to come out of this whole thing a better person. Like, uh, you know, I started training a little bit. I started uh, talking to a nutritionist. I want to get my weight down. You know, little things like that just mm-hmm. to come out of this feeling better as opposed to feeling worse. Does that make any sense? No, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. And it can be like a, like a New Year's resolution. It can be things you do or things you don't do, right? So yeah. it's just and when, improvement. When we start to hit the road again and get out there and perform, you want to you wanna be on the top of your game, you know, even though it's going to take a, a minute just to get back into the groove. It, it, I mean, like, I think back to the show I did a month and a half ago, and, you know, the first five minutes on stage felt a little awkward, to tell you yeah. the truth. And then yeah. it, it, the sixth minute, I was right back at home. You know, I'm like, here I am. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's so natural. You know, when I see you up there, it's funny that you talk about your mom going like, you're going to, she signs you up, and that's how it happens. Uh, and, and how she pushed you pushed you forward you know what i mean like you know what i mean she she go let's go yep. she threw you in the in the mix and and said now it's time to do your thing i mean it's funny how a parent can pay such attention and care enough god put me on this earth to do what i'm doing and same with you yeah you got to be all in and also if we don't have people that are doing uh stable things in life and and it's all we're all the same man it'd be a heck of a mess <laughs> I mean, can exactly. you imagine a world full of me and you? <laughs> oh, God. No, that's what I'm talking about. There's people that that should be doing stable jobs. We need these people, you know, but you and I aren't two of them. No, we're not, definitely. And, folks, I just want you guys to know, as you listen to Gary Valentine and I talk, you definitely realize that there's nothing stable about either one of us. But uh, we, <laughs> we are blessed to know that we're blessed and get to do what we do. Continued blessings, my brother. The Mississippi Minute has just come and gone, and that's how it rolls, especially with dear friends. You know, I'd like to start having you on a little bit more. Uh, you know, yeah. a bit. You know, not just don't go three years. You know, maybe as an semi-annual or a semi-whatever event that we get to catch up because people are probably they probably had all sorts of. Uh, they're going like, "What's wrong with those guys?" But I'm hoping they're thinking yeah. it's a good wrong. You know what I mean? Well, good you wrong. know what We're it good is? Wrong. It's like. Uh, we, I'm always here for you. You know that. I'm I know, always bro. here for you. I know. We, we still got to work out that whole tour. Maybe maybe that European tour we yeah. talked about. Garzar. That'd be a lot of fun. Garzar. Yep, Garzar. We're going to do it. You but, come uh, see us. In I'm always here for you. 
All right, brother, you're the best. Hugs, JB. You've been in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Check out Gary Valentine online. Go see him in the show when they finally let us out of the cage. Uh, blessings to all of you and your families. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out what you can do this weekend. I'm Steve Azar. We've been with my pal Gary blessings Valentine. Blessings right back, brother. And say hello to that beautiful state of Mississippi. You got it. Later on. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Guarantee Bank would like to pitch in and help with the holiday meal. Hey folks, I'm Steve Azar, and my friends at Guarantee Bank will be giving away a free turkey in each of their 17 markets. To enter, go to Guarantee Bank's Facebook page or to gbtonline.com forward slash turkey dash giveaway forward slash. All you got to do is enter your name, your email address, and your Guarantee Bank branch location to be considered for the drawing. Winners will be drawn and announced on Friday, November 20th at noon on the Guarantee Bank Facebook page. Winners can stop by their registered branch to pick up their prize. Prizes will be available afternoon Monday, November 23rd or anytime on Tuesday, November 24th. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC and equal housing owner. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.